Clearshore presents Hacking for Defense at Stanford, Week 5, by Steve Blank. May 2nd, 2016, at steveblank.com. We just held our fifth week of the Hacking for Defense class. This week, the teams passed the halfway mark in the class. They've collectively talked to about 550 beneficiaries, users, program managers, stakeholders, etc. Their focus for this week was to figure out how to get products rapidly deployed into their sponsor's organization. Our advanced lecture explained how to get buy-in for your solution by creating an insurgency among your supporters and advocates. This is not a typical class. If you've been reading these weekly blogs, you've seen by now this is not a typical class. The class is a combination of theory and intensive practice. First and foremost, it is experiential and hands-on. The teams live and die by the lean startup credo, there are no facts inside the building, so get the hell outside. That's why, just halfway through the class, they've already talked to 550 beneficiaries. The lean methodology requires them to abandon their preconceived notions of how one builds startups and solve problems. The class is designed to break students out of that all-too-common mindset that they understand customers' problems, can design a solution, and want to get right to work on building it. All without contact with the stakeholders, users, decision makers, etc. After decades of teaching, I have found that getting students to really change these beliefs cannot be done with reading, case studies, or in-class simulations, at least not in the short time we have them in the class. If we really want them to understand how to efficiently and rapidly understand and solve customer problems, we needed to immerse them with customers on day one. If we want them to understand what life outside the classroom in an early stage venture will look like, then they need to experience chaos, conflicting data, uncertainty, and good enough decision making for 10 confusing weeks. We start by pushing the teams incredibly hard to set the pace and wash out any of those who can't work at this pace. Teams hit the class running. Before the first class, each team has already spoken to 10 customers and they are challenged to present their mission model canvases within 20 minutes of walking through the classroom door. Within five minutes from the first time a team starts to present, they get hit with relentless direct critiques. By week five, this week, the teams have either embraced the lean process or we're not going to get through to them. So, at this point in the class, we begin to dial down the tone and tenor of the comments and, over the next four weeks, become their cheerleaders rather than their taskmasters. In week nine, we'll stop and use the week and class for reflection. We've found that getting the teams off the customer discovery treadmill at this point helps them to look back and reflect on what they've really learned, not just about their product and customers, but more importantly, about the lean processes themselves and teamwork. Team presentations for week five. This week, the teams were primarily trying to answer how products get from demo to deployment in their sponsor's agency. In all team presentations, their learnings each week are highlighted on their mission model canvas. Sentinel initially started by trying to use low-cost sensors to monitor surface ships in an A2AD environment. 
The team has found that their mission value is really to enable more efficient and informed strategic decisions by filling in intelligent gaps about surface ships from heterogeneous data. They did a great job of illustrating, actually an animation, of how all the beneficiaries work and interact. And they did a detailed drill down on how their solution could get acquired and deployed in the Navy. They also summarized their current mission model canvas, with each beneficiary having a matching value proposition. And then they expanded these relationships in detail. Narrative Mind is developing tools that will optimize discovery and investigation of adversary communication trends on social media, allowing the U.S. Army Cyber Command, R-Cyber, and others to efficiently respond and mitigate threats posed by enemy messaging. This week, the team further refined where R-Cyber sat in the org chart of who owned the problem within the DODIC and the acquisition process. They learned about getting rapid funding of R&D and prototypes through a funding mechanism called Other Transactional Authority. They further refined their minimum viable product to product market fit. Their mission model canvas has an updated set of beneficiaries now refined in the value proposition canvases. Guardian is trying to counter asymmetric threats from commercial drones. This week, the team worked to understand a day in the life of a forward operating base, FOB, documenting the roles of the captain, lieutenant, and a private on a guard tower. They worked on understanding how they would get a counter-drone solution deployed through the Army's Asymmetric Warfare Group. Fish Reel is combating catfishing, the practice of impersonating an individual for malicious purposes, threatening security, privacy, and trust. Their solution will use publicly available social media data to assess whether a given user ID refers to a real person, a person acting under a false persona, or a bot. Last week, we were concerned that the team was too focused on building MVPs and not enough on understanding their sponsor organization and how they buy and deploy products. The team really rose to the occasion and showed their first-pass reconstruction of the sponsor organization and its procurement and acquisition process. They have an excellent discussion in figuring out the relationship of their minimum viable product to product market fit and a version 1.0 product. Fish Reel's mission model canvas and the detailed value proposition canvases are case studies on how to get to the true understanding of the problems and all the beneficiaries and stakeholders in an organization. Skynet is using drones to provide ground troops with situational awareness, helping prevent battlefield fatalities by pinpointing friendly and enemy positions. The team validated several critical hypotheses about technology and acquisition, further refined their minimum viable product, and really dug into the path of getting a solution acquired and deployed in the Special Operations Command, SOCOM. Their summary and their learning is highlighted in their mission model canvas. Like Fish Reel's analysis, Skynet's detailed value proposition canvases are also case studies on how to get to a deep understanding of the problems of all the beneficiaries and stakeholders in an organization. Capella Space is launching a constellation of synthetic aperture radar, SAR, satellites into space to provide real-time radar imaging. Capella Space is pivoting towards commercial customers based on consistent feedback from the government. 
They're finding that the government doesn't want to pay for launch and sustainment, but instead would rather be users of commercial data. One of the previous week's hypotheses was that the Coast Guard would want and need synthetic aperture radar images and data. The team did extensive customer discovery at the Coast Guard 11th District Command Center and seemed to find that the problem was not all that acute. Depressing, but great learning. They continued to believe that the National Geospatial Agency may be a potential DOD customer, but are struggling to find the people to talk to. Aqualink started the class working to give Navy divers a system of wearable devices that record data critical to diver health and safety and make the data actionable through real-time alerts and post-dive analytics. Their customer discovery helped them to understand that there were three beneficiaries. The operators, SEAL divers, medical officers, and medical researchers. They showed their decision process to focus on the more immediate problem underwater geolocation. They described the organization of SOCOM and how products get deployed to the divers. Their mission model canvas highlights their new learnings about deployment and beneficiaries and diagrams their understanding of the product acquisition and deployment process. Right to Boom is trying to help foreign military explosive ordnance disposal EOD teams better accomplish their mission. Now they are developing systems, workflows, and incentives for allied foreign militaries with the goal of improving intelligence fidelity. This week, their customer discovery got them to the current lead in Iraq for the Joint IED Defeat Agency, JIDA. This helped them refine their map of how IED information flows. They mapped how to get a product deployed in JIDA, and this led them to a minimum viable product neither they nor JIDA expected. Advanced Presentation – Supporters and Advocates Creating an Insurgency The advanced lecture for this week explained how to create buy-in among all the beneficiaries. Pete Newell described how to use anecdotes, artifact, and storytelling to create an insurgency among the advocates for your solution. Team Learning Updates a few of the teams independently started writing weekly one-page status reports to their sponsors and mentors. This was a great idea. It keeps the sponsors and mentors informed and makes them feel they're part of the team. Hacking for Defense goes national. This week, three universities announced their intention to offer Hacking for Defense this fall. The University of California at San Diego, the University of Pittsburgh, and the University of Rochester, Rochester Institute of Technology. As we scale the program, the DODIC sponsors have requested they have a single point of contact for the soliciting and validating the problems. So we'll have a single site acting as the Sponsor Challenge Clearinghouse for the schools that will be teaching the course. We'll have more to say about scaling the program, funding, and the Hacking for Defense Educators course in later blog posts. Lessons Learned the teams are learning what it takes to turn a demo into a deployable solution that gets to the field. The teams and sponsors are both learning how to accurately define the problems. This learning will save time, money, and lives. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. We would like to hear from you, so please send your thoughts to comments at clearshore.us or visit us at clearshore.us. 
If you would like this show delivered to you automatically, you can subscribe to the Clear Shore Podcasts on iTunes. Wishing you all the best until next time. 